Buford has a batting average of 293, nine home runs, two triples, and five doubles. Dan Bonson into the windup. The right-handed delivers outside for ball one. One ball and no strike. Bonson is making his first appearance against the Orioles this year. Last year, he was 0-1 against the Birds. Lifetime, he is 0-5 against Baltimore. Bonson into the windup. The pitch. Buford swings. Whoa! This one is hit deep. This one is high. This one is far. This one is gone. Don Buford has hit the second pitch thrown by Stan Bonson way back into the right field bleachers for his 10th home run of the season. And Baltimore tonight draws first blood. Merv Redman the batter. The pitch on the outside corner. It's called strike one. No balls and one strike. Well, last night, Bell Stolomeyer and the Yankees drew first blood on a Stolomeyer home run, but the Orioles went on to win it. But Buford powdered that one. The 0-1 windup. Here's the pitch. Swung on. Fly ball hit out the right field. Buffett's got a long way to run. Running, running, running. He can't get it. The base hit. He plays it on one off. Throws in behind Redman at first to Ellis, but he's safe. A single to right field by Merv Redman. And Bruce Powell steps in. Big Boog, left-handed batter. 317 is batting average. He has 21 home runs and 18 doubles. Powell digs in. Merv Redman on first. Nobody out. The birds have a run in. Bonson goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Powell lines out. Face to the center field. Coming in, charging the ball. Merv gets it on two hops. The runner's hold. He throws in the clock. No dice at second. And now runners on first and second with nobody out as Bruce Powell picks on the first pitch. Well, the Orioles are here to play, and they hit. After last night's thrill pack game, they're trying to ruin this one in the first inning. A home run and two singles, one a little looper, and the other one a line drive shot. And here's Frank Robinson, the cleanup hitter, and he has a chance to do just that cleanup in this situation. On second base, Redman. On first base, Powell. And nobody out. You know, all of Bonson's relatives are here, and all his wife's relatives are here, and it's the first time they've ever seen him pitch. So he could be a little nervous and trying too hard. First pitch is down low for ball one. Blocked by Thurman Munson. One ball and no strike. Stands uh, in-laws from West Virginia. One ball and no strikes to count. The Orioles with runners on first and second. Nobody out to run in. The stretch to pitch to Frank Robinson outside. Low two balls and no strike. Two and over the count. And now some activity starts out in the Yankee bullpen as Thurman Munson goes out to talk to Bonson. First one we see moving out there is Ron Kromkowski. Two balls and no strike. John Buford let off the bottom of the first with a home run. Merv Redman single to right. Boog Powell, single to center. It's 2-0 and on Frank Robinson. Stan Bronson has the sign. He goes to the belt. 
Here it comes. There it goes. Line drive base hit out in the right center field. Mercer has to run to cut it off. Redmond around third is going to score. He does cut it off. Powell goes to third. Frank Robinson goes halfway to second. Returns to first, and the score is Baltimore. Two and the Yankees nothing. Houck is on his way out to the mound to talk to Bonson. I want to tell you there have been four hits. Three of them you couldn't hit much harder. The other one was just a little fly ball. It dropped in in right field. But these have been line drive singles and a bullet home run. And the next batter is Brooks Robinson. And all he did his last time up last night was hit a grand slam home run. The Orioles, two, and the Yankees, nothing. Stomkowski has not had nearly enough time to warm up. So Ralph, Ralph heads back. Excuse me, Bob, but I'm sure Ralph went out there and reminded Munson and Bonson not to keep throwing that fastball in there because the faster he's throwing them, as you say, the harder they're going out there. Three frozen ropes and one change of pace base hit. And Brooks Robinson, the batter. Luke Powell on third, Frank Robinson on third. And nobody out to the Orioles, and they have a run in. Two runs in, a home run and a single. Here's the pitch. Brooks takes a curve in there for the call strike. Still Paul Allen right on the nose. There was no fastball on that pitch. Owen won the count. The stretch and the pitch. Swing, drives it out to center field. Mercer going back, tagging up his foul. He'll score. Mercer makes the catch. Powell tags, comes on the score. Frank Robinson back to first. It's three to nothing. Well, I'm sure Bonson feels a lot better about things, even though it's a sacrifice fly. <laughs> to get off the side and get that first out. Here's Davey Johnson. Johnson is hitting 286, six home runs, one triple, and 14 doubles. Here's the pitch. Fastball in there for the call, strike one. No balls at one strike. The Orioles have jumped on Bonson for three runs here in the bottom of the first. There's only one out. Frank Robinson off first. Bonson's pitch. Curveball hit in the air down the right field line. Bluffrey's got a long run. So does Clark. Maybe fair off foul. The ball is. Fair ball. And it drops in there. Frank Robinson with a slow start. Only gets to second. Horace Clark throws the ball into Gene Michael. And there are runners on first and second. John Ellis goes out to protest that the ball hit foul. However, I'm sure that Hank Thor is telling him the ball hit his glove in fair territory. And it didn't matter where it found. That's exactly what happened, Bob. It hit Clark's glove while the glove was in fair territory. After it hit the glove, it hit in foul territory. And, of course, the Yankees were lucky there that Robinson had to hold up. Otherwise, they'd have had runners at second and third. Five hits here in the first inning. That was a high pop fly to the opposite field that dropped in. And now Andy Etchabar the catcher. So now one of the Orioles in the first inning has had his batting average go down so far. Five hits and a sacrifice fly. The pitch to Etchabaran outside for ball one. One ball and no strike. Orioles three and the Yankees nothing bottom of the first. One and oh the count on Etchabaran. Bonson goes to the belt. 
Here's the pitch. Curve swung on a miss. Strike one. One ball and one strike. Thompson now goes to the route today. Tell you, it's an awful feeling for a pitcher in that first inning. You know it's a big ball game, and then they get hit and hit hard right off the bat by a leadoff homer. And Stan's trying to settle down and just get back to that dugout. The stretch. Here's the pitch. Swing. Bounding ball up the middle at the base. Mike Robinson goes to third. They're waving the man. Major up at the ball. Here comes Jersey. Here comes Robinson. He is out at home. And the Orioles are going to argue. Frank Robinson is arguing that must have missed the tag. So is the on-deck hit of Belanger. And here comes Earl Weaver. The throw had him beat. The question was whether or not the tag did. The throw was there in plenty of time, but Robinson made a great fadeaway slide, and he's arguing that Munson never tagged him, but the call is out, and a strike from Bobby Mercer. The debate rages. Now, Earl Weaver is pushing Frank Robinson away with one hand and arguing with Emmett Ashford on the other hand. He doesn't want Robinson to leave the game. He's feeling pretty good about a 3-0 lead. But a nice play by Bobby Mercer... Out at home plate is Frank Robinson, and that is the tenth assist of this season for Bobby Mercer. Bill, did you agree the throw was on the oh. money? It was a question of the tag. I was surprised that Munson didn't get down sooner because Mercer's throw had Robinson by about five or six feet, and then Frank put that head first fadeaway slide, and actually it looked like his hand was on home plate when Mercer when Munson did put the tag on him. Mark Belanger steps in. Belanger hitting 181. So the Orioles have had five singles and a home run here in the first inning. It's 3 nothing. Here's the pitch. Curveball. Strike one. I tell you, it may seem strange, but if the Yankees get out of this with three runs, they'd have to feel fortunate. No balls and one strike. Bonson looking in to get the sign. On deck is McNally. The runners lead away from first and second. Here's the pitch. Fastball low, and it's one and one. Davey Johnson on second, Andy Etcher Brown on first. The grass here in Baltimore is very fast. It's low. And that ball got out to Mercer very rapidly, and he made a perfect play. Here's the pitch. Curve ball. Strike two, it's called. One ball and two strikes. Won't see any balls dying in the grass here, either in the infield or in the outfield. Orioles three, Yankees nothing. Bottom of the first. One ball and two strikes to Mark Belanger. Sponsored to the belt. Here's the pitch. Curve ball misses outside, and it's two and two. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. Stay with us. It could be a long and exciting night. We've had two arguments in the first inning. A home run. Missed the singles by the Orioles. Two balls, two strikes, two outs to stretch. Here's the pitch. Fastball. Hit on the ground, a high bounce, it is short. Michael goes up to get it, the flip to Clark for the fourth play. That's it for the Birds in the first inning. Three runs, six hits, no Yankee errors, and two left. At the end of one, the Orioles three, and the Yankees nothing. All right, we get set for the top half of the second inning. The Orioles with a 3 nothing lead on the Yankees. And it'll be Danny Cater, Johnny Ellis, and Thurman Munson for the Yankees in the top of the second. McNally completes his warm-ups. The throw for Betcher Barron down to Davy Johnson. To Mark Belanger around the horn. To Brooks Robinson back to McNally, and we're set for action. 
Cater batting 304 steps in. Danny has four homers, three triples, and 17 doubles. McNally got the Yankees one, two, three in the first. He winds and delivers. Cater takes low for ball one. One ball and no strikes. Yankees know this is a big game, not only yeah. in their chase of the Orioles, but they may need it to stay in second place. Here's the pitch. Swing and a pop-up foul coming out of play into the lower deck. And it's one ball and one strike. Red Sox will be getting underway in Detroit at 9 o'clock Eastern time. The Tigers win and the Yankees lose. The Yankees will be out of second place for the first time in a long while. One ball, one strike. The windup and the pitch. Cater takes on the outside corner. Strike two. One ball and two strikes. It's one of the rare strikes that we'll see Danny Cater take. He usually a swing anywhere around that plate. One and two to Cater. Danny gets very few walks. He has just 18 so far this year. Here's the windup and the pick. Swing, bounding ball out to shortstop. Belanger backs off, has it head high. High throw to first and safe is Danny Cater. The throw pulls Boog Powell up off the bag, and when you pull him up, you have thrown it high. That's an error on Mark Belanger, so the Yankees get a life to start the second inning. Danny Cater on first with nobody out, and Big John Ellis, who has started to thump the ball, his average is 233, and if you've been in Alaska for a while, you'll say, how can you be thumping it and hitting 233? But he was way down in the 100s throughout all the early going, and now he is on the beam. The stretch, Cater with the lead. The lefty throws, Ellis swings and misses strike one, and he falls down at home plate. What a cut he took. No balls and one strike. His feet went plumb out from under him. 0-1. If he had hit that one, it would be an Elton right now. The stretch. Cater with the lead. Here's the pitch. Swing and a bouncer foul into the stand. Just to this side of the Orioles dugout. No balls and two strikes. We're just about right behind home plate here at Baltimore. A little bit to the first base side. Right in the mezzanine section, a very small mezzanine of about 10 rows. Huge lower deck and a huge upper deck above with no roof. 0-2 the count. The stretch by McNally. Here's the pitch to Ellis. He has an accidental foul ball go over into the Yankee dugout. The count holds no balls and two strikes. The Orioles lead it by a score of 3 to nothing. Top half of the second inning. Yankees with a runner on and nobody out. No balls and two strikes to Big John. McNally comes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Outside, one and two. Ellis almost chased it. One ball and two strikes. Thurman Munson is on deck. In case you missed the news earlier, the Yankees brought up Steve Klein from Syracuse. And he'll be the starting pitcher Friday night against Washington. One ball, two strikes. Here's the stretch. The pitch. High, and it's two and two. And I know we don't have to tell the fans up in the Syracuse area about Steve Klein. Eight and two for the Syracuse Chiefs. We'll also tell you up in Syracuse that you're getting a pretty fine ball player back in Frank Tepidino. Tepidino was used sparingly by the Yankees as a pinch hitter, but he hit well. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch. 
swung on and fouls of the screen, and it sticks right in there. The count holds it two and two. Pitch might have been a little outside. Two balls and two strikes. Pepidino hit 313 in his pinch hitting assignments for the Yankees. Two balls, two strikes. The stretch. Here's the pitch. Swung on, driven out to center field. Well hit, Redman going back, back, back. He can't get it, it's over his head. Cater with a slow start around second, digs the third. Ellis in the second, and he has to hold it up as Cater holds up at third. A line drive, 400 feet away by John Ellis. One hop off the center field fence, and the Yankees have him on. Second and third, and nobody out. Well, that's six hits in the last 11 at-bats for that Johnny Ellis. And as Bob said, he hit that ball so hard it went out like a knuckleball. And he almost handcuffed Merv Rettman in deep center field. When you hit a ball that far, 400 feet, and almost handcuffed the center fielder, you know you've hit a baseball. Thurman Munson, the batter. Second and third and nobody out for the Yankees. Munson with a batting average of 258. Two triples, two home runs, and 13 doubles. McNally into the windup, infield back, the pitch fouls of the screen, strike one on Yankee baseball, we pause for station identification. WGY, Schenectady, New York. No balls and one strike to Thurman Munson. McNally into the windup, here's the pitch, slow curve outside and it's one and one. Danny Cater on third, John Ellis on second. Nobody out in the top of the second. The Orioles lead it by a score of three to nothing. John Ellis has just got to be some kind of ball player for the Yankees. It's really come around now, as Phil just mentioned. The windup and the pitch. Munson swings, little fly ball down the right field line. Foul territory, Powell running, running. He can't get it. It's in the first or second row. But it wasn't a question of being in the stands. He just couldn't get back there. One ball and two strikes for the right-handed hitting Munson, who hit that one to the opposite field. The Orioles hit two like that in the bottom half of the first inning, and they dropped in for base hits. One and two to Munson. The Orioles also hit some kind of line drives, and they wound up with three runs. Infield laying back. On deck is Kurt Bluffrey, who hasn't uh, batted against the left-handed pitcher in quite a while in a starting assignment. He has pinched hit against the lefties. One and two the count. The windup and the pitch. Munson swings, pops it up, foul. Just to our right and back downstairs. One ball and two strikes. Last time Bluffery started against the left hand, it was April the 23rd against Jim Schellenbach. One and two the count on Munson. Yankees trying to get back in there. They trail three to nothing. A base hit could make it three to two. Munson has used the same bat all year, the same type of bat. He doesn't believe in switching around. He said, this bat got me to the big leagues and it's going to keep me here. Here's the pitch. Outside, it's two and two. Said when he was in the slump at the beginning of the year, he was tempted to switch back. But he just said, hey, this bat got me to the major leagues and I'm going to just keep using it. And sure enough, it got him out of it. Right now, he's hitting 258. Two and two, the count. Cater down the line at third, Ellis off second. They both have pretty good leads. Here's the windup and the pitch. 
swing. Long drive. The only question is Farrell foul. Way back to left. Let's see what it is. It's close. Fair ball. It's a home run. shot by Munson. Here's Earl Weaver out protesting. Brooks Robinson is hollering. Now I tell you the umpire had a guess because it was higher than the foul pole and I don't know. Did that go out of the ballpark? A huge shot. I believe it caught the upper deck. Did it, Phil? That was so high I lost it. I had the glasses on it, Bob, and it was hit so high that it went right over the foul pole landed about four rows back, almost out of the upper deck, right at the very corner. And Munson has tied up the score. Those Yankees have really bounced back. You can't blame the umpire one way or the other because it was above the foul pole. And I've often wondered about that, you know, especially down in spring training when you have these little dinky foul poles. If someone hits it over a foul pole and it's hooking, you just got to guess. But here you would never think that somebody would hit it over the pole. What a shot that was. And Kurt Fleffrey steps in. 3-3 three, three the score. And that's a big call to have go your way. It's not like a wall and a strike because it's three big ones. And it's all tied up. And nobody out. The pitch to Fleffrey is low for ball one. How do you like this? Well, we said stay tuned. And now time has been called. And this looks as if it's Billy Hunter coming out or is it Weaver himself? Now it's George Bamberger. George Bamberger, the pitching coach, coming out. When Weaver comes out, it's the automatic hook. Weaver gives the hook himself. But there's nobody warming up, uh, Bob, in the bullpen. Right. So Bamberger is going to give them a chance to warm up uh, out in the bullpen. In the meantime, we can tell you about Bleffrey. The last time he started a game against the left-hander was on April the 23rd against Washington's Jim Schellenbach. He went 0 for 2. However, he had one hit in three trips against McNally earlier in the season, including an RBI single. What excitement in an inning and a half, and we haven't even finished an inning and a half. Yankees have three runs in, nobody out here in the top of the second. Here's the pitch. Fleffrey hits it out to center field. Rudderman going back. Now he comes in a step or two and corrals it for the first out. Tommy Phoebus is up and throwing for the Orioles. So Bluffery lines out to center fielder Merv Redmond, and there's one out. Here's Gene Michael. Michael has a batting average of 225. Here's the windup and the pitch. High for ball one. One ball and no strikes to count to Michael. Yankees three and the Birds three. Top of the second. Here's the windup and the pitch. Outside and low, it's two balls and no strikes. Two and out of the stick. Thurman Munson is third home run of the season and the third home run in the last two weeks. Here it comes. In there, strike one. Just below the armpit, two balls and one strike. Dan Bonson is on deck, and he has to feel a lot better. The Orioles scored three in the bottom of the first. The Yankees have scored three here in the second. The 2-1 pitch. Swing and a bouncer out to shortstop. Belanger short opposite. The throw to first. Low, but in time. And there are two outs. And remember, Belanger's error started this 
in the second inning on a simple ground ball. He threw it high to Boog Powell. And Johnny Ellis doubled. And Thurman Munson hit a home run. Here's Stan Bonson. Bonson has been a vastly improved hitter for a pitcher. He's 6 for 39, 154. And he hit one out of the park in batting practice. Here's the pitch. Bonson takes high and inside for ball one. The Orioles had a leadoff homer by Buford and then consecutive singles by Redmond, Powell, and Robinson. That made it two. Sacrifice fly by Brooks Robinson, three. Swing and a foul to the screen by Bonson. It's one and one. Single by Davey Johnson. Single by Etcheverin. And they got uh, Frank Robinson out at home plate in what now turns out to be an even bigger play than, than it was at the time because the Yankees have tied it up. The pitch to Bonson in there. Strike two. That one down the pipe. One ball and two strikes. And the Yankees have tied it up in the second. And they tied it up without making an out. Kata safe on an error, a double by Ellis, and a home run by Munson. One and two, the count to Stan Bonson. McNally into the windup. Here's the pitch. Bonson takes outside. It's two and two. Well, we had a whale of a game last night, and this is a different kind of ball game, but just as exciting. Two balls, two strikes, and two outs. 3-3. Here's the pitch. Swing, fly ball, hit out into short center. Going back, Davey Johnson coming in, Merv Redman. Redman under it. He's got it on the side retired. The Yankees get even. Three runs, two hits, one error, and nobody left at the end of an inning and a half. The Yankees three and the Orioles three. Two outs for the Yankees as Roy White goes down swinging. And it brings up Danny Cater, who led off the second inning with a ground ball to shortstop. And when Belanger threw high to first base, Cato was safe. Ellis followed with a double, and Thurman Munson tied the game with a homer. Danny Cato steps in. McNally goes to the bell, checks Mercer off first. Two outs. Here's the pitch. Swing and a hot shot down the line at third. It's a fair ball past Brooks Robinson. Rolling down in the corner. The fans don't touch it, so it's in play. Mercer's going to try and score. He's around third. Here comes Buford's throw for the plate. Mercer scores, and the Yankees lead on the double. Danny Cater, and see you later. And for, uh, Brooks Robinson will see you later on that one. Brooks normally, the human vacuum cleaner down there at third, but he didn't get off the dime on that one. That ball was rocketed down the line, but Phil, I think you'll agree it was not right over the bag. It was no. a little bit in. Well, Danny Cater is not known for pulling the ball. He hits straight away. But you got to give Bobby Mercer a lot of credit on that one because he never stopped running, and he had to run hard to score. Anytime you score from first on a ball hit right down the line, it's only 309 down the line. Here's Johnny Ellis. On second base is Danny Cater, and the Yankees have grabbed the lead. The stretch, the pitch. Ellis swings and pops it up. Davey Johnson waving everyone away. Belanger is also there, but Davey's going to catch it, and he does. That's it. Yankees get the lead in the third inning. They get a run on one hit. No errors, and one man left. And after two and a half, New York four, Baltimore three. Throw to first base, Munson back. McNally sets. A left-handed kicks. Delivers. A ground ball hit the short. Could be two. Belanger goes to second one. Back to first. Double play. Short to second to first. For the Yankees, no runs are hit. No errors. Nobody left. 
at the end of three and a half. It's the Yankees four and the Orioles three. Well, Phil, uh, this is an exciting ball game, and uh, well, most of them the Yankees have played this year have been exciting. No reason to think it'll be otherwise when the Yankees open up their next homestand right after the All-Star break. Well, they're going to get back into action in a hurry once they take the three days off for the All-Star game for the doubleheader against the Oakland Athletics on Thursday afternoon, July 16th. Then a night game Friday the 17th against Oakland, and an afternoon game Saturday the 18th. A doubleheader against the California Angels on Sunday afternoon, the 19th. That's one of those oddities where uh, you open a series on a Sunday. I don't believe I've seen it before, Phil. I don't recall it. Very seldom, if ever, have I seen it. But that will be it, and that will be bat day on that doubleheader against California on July the 19th. California also for Monday night, the 20th, and then Seattle in on Tuesday night and Wednesday afternoon. Seattle, yes, Milwaukee. One thing about the Yankees' next homestand after the All-Star break, whether you like your ball game uh, in the afternoon or at night, one at a time or two at a time, there's something to satisfy everybody. Two afternoon doubleheaders, three uh, night single games, and two single afternoon games. Now, whether you like uh, baseball by daylight or moonlight, you're all set up for the Yankees' next homestand against the Western Division Clubs. Oakland, California, and Milwaukee. Did you get to see the All-Star game, Phil? Well, on TV, I'll I'm anxious to see that new ballpark out in Cincinnati. Yes, I am, too, with the uh, AstroTurf uh-huh. and everything. All right, here's Dave McNally flying to left field his first time up. Ron Kunkowski in relief of Stan Bonson on the mound. The pitch, a curve, low ball one. The Yankees leading 4-3 were in the bottom of the fourth inning. The Birds and the Bird fans were in their glory in that first inning. A foul over our heads and out of play, one-on-one. They jumped on Bonson for three hits, rather three runs, on four straight hits and a sacrifice fly and two more singles. Great throw by Bobby Mercer. Cut the rally down, though. Or they would have had some kind of inning. Got Frank Robinson trying to score from second on a single. There's strike two call, the ball and two strikes. On deck, down Buford. The one-two pitch, curve inside. McNally leans away, it's two and two. He checks the sign from Munson. Here's his 2-2 pitch. Curve, he falls away. It was over the plate, but a little high. Full count, three and two. Emmett Ashford calling balls and strikes. Hank Soar at first. Lou DeMuro at second. Jerry Newdecker over at third. The payoff pitch. Foul upstairs out of play. the 3-2 pitch hit in the air to deep left center Mercer digging white digging white falls and makes the catch 
Warwine actually plays a deeper left field than Bobby Mercer in center field. And Roy White came around in back of Mercer and made the play. One out. And now Don Buford. Leading off the bottom of the first at a long home run of the bleachers. And in the second, single to right field. Two for two. Crowding that 300 mark came into the game. Batting 293 is now two for two. Switch hitter batting left-handed. Now has 10 homers. 33 runs batted in. Hits one in the air to a short right center. Mercer digging. Bleffrey digging. Look out. And Mercer makes the catch as Bleffrey catches Mercer. They collided very gently. But Bobby Mercer did make the play. And it's two out. Well, it's always frightening to look out there and see two ball players running for a fly ball as hard as they can go. And you just know they're going to collide. But at the last fraction of a second, somebody let off there. Oh, that was a break. Looked like a tough one all the way. Here's Rettenman, who takes the strike on the inside corner. Merv single right and scored in the first, and lined to center field in the second. And he really hit a bullet to Mercer in the second inning. Bobby is really playing fine center field. Bobby has 10 assists this year. The one strike pitch, low and away, one and one. Two out, nobody on. Four to three, Yankees lead, bottom of the fourth. On deck, move foul. Curve is low, two balls and a strike. Blair will not play in this series at all. He has a sinus infection. Swing! No, says Ashford. He did not swing at it, and it's three and one. And Munson and Klimkowski looking around. Klimkowski thought it was a strike, so did Munson. But it's three balls and one strike. Ashford said that Rettman did check his swing in time. The 3-1 pitch. Swing and a miss. 3-2. and two. Full count on Merv Rettman. The payoff pitch. Bouncer up the middle and threw a base hit to center field. Redman, good base runner, makes a big turn and then comes back. That's base hit number two, and base hit number two off Klinkowski. The tenth hit for the Orioles in the game, but they trail the Yankees four to three. The Yankees have four hits. And elbowed Powell is two for two, single to center, and had an infield hit. Powell has scored one run in the game. The American League's all-star first baseman, Boog Powell, batting 321 right now. Got over a million votes from the fans. Two out. Throw to first base, but back in time, Rettman. Merv has two stolen bases. Powell steps out of the batter's box. Now he's back in. 
Two men are out. Limkowski sets. Fastball over the outside corner. Strike one call. Notice they are throwing Paul a lot of fastballs tonight. Usually uh, the book is to change up on him and uh, try to get him, but I'd... evidently that book has changed. I don't know. They might have changed, but they haven't gotten him out yet tonight, Frank. Quick throw to first, but Redman was standing on the bag. He had one foot on the bag, and the crowd gets on Klimkowski a little. One strike on Paul. Here's the stretch. Pitch swing and a miss. 0-2. And again, he threw the fastball. Yankees four, Orioles three. The bottom of the four. Johnny Ellis holding the bag against Redman. Lemkowski comes to the belt. Throw over to first, and Redman just to stride away back easily. Nothing into the count. The stretch by Klimkowski. Curve hit deep. infield base set. Clark going to his right. Couldn't quite get it. He knocked it down. Powell got the infield hit on it. But there, on the curve, boy, he really jumped on it. All right, so Munson goes out now to talk with Sankowski, who was a little upset out there. And that's been one thing that the Yankee pitchers have been doing a great deal this year. Getting ahead of the hit is 0-2 and then not wasting a pitch. And it's really cost them. Chris Peterson... I believe it has cost more than any other Yankee pitcher. But tonight, it certainly cost Klimkowski. So here's Frank Robinson, who has singled and driven in a run and bounced to the shortstop. The pitch to Robinson, foul upstairs out of play. Big rhubarb. As Robinson was thrown out at the plate on a single by Etcherbaron, Bobby Mercer really charged it like an infielder, come up throwing... And they had Robinson out by about five or six feet, but Munson made a late tag, and Robbie slid head first. Check swing, and it's one-on-one. That's the first home run given up by Klimkowski in his last 15 games. It's the fourth overall this year, but the other three were early in the season. All right, Gary Wazlewski up now in the Yankee bullpen. A one-one count on Frank Robinson. Two out, nobody on. And the birds out in front, five to four in the bottom of the fourth. On deck, Brooks Robinson. 
The windup. The curve hit deep to left field. Way back. Fair up foul. And that's a fair ball and a home run for Frank Robinson. And Frank Robinson did not leave home plate until he saw that the ball was in the seat. And now that's back-to-back homers by the power hitters, Powell and Frank Robinson. And Baltimore now out in front. Six to four for Frank Robinson. Home run number 16 on the year. And RBI number 50 on the year. So the wind helped that one just a little bit. It was plenty far enough high in the air. Wind blowing from left towards right just kept it fair. There's a foul back on the screen. Brooks Robinson hit a sacrifice fly to drive in a run in the first and bounced the third in the third. With two out, a single by Retton, a homer by Powell, and a homer by Frank Robinson. The pitch, high and inside, one-on-one. Baltimore now with 12 hits, six runs. The Yankees, four hits, four runs. Lemkowski wine. Curve, check, swing, and it's low. Dumont. Never can tell. Lemkowski going along very smoothly here with two outs in the bottom of the fourth. Has seen the bubble burst. Curve popped up. G. Michael moves back in shallow left field. Gene is there and makes the catch. But Baltimore picks up three runs, three hits, no errors, nobody left. And at the end of four, it's Baltimore six, the Yankees four. One out and nobody on. Yankees trail by two in the sixth. Curve outside. Kurt Bluffrey on deck. The pitch is bounced foul into the Orioles. Dugout, that scattered him. Billy Hunter comes up, the third base coach, with the ball, flips it. So Munson hanging in there. Ashford holds the right hand up till Munson's ready. Now he's ready. The pitch by McNally. Swinging a foul upstairs and out of play. Good lights here in Baltimore. Almost like the sun is shining. The pitch, off-speed pitch line to left field. That's going to be in and possibly for an extra base hit. Playing it off the wall is Buford and Munson's around first, digging for second. He's in with a stand-up double. So Thurman Munson fouled off all the pitches in Dave McNally's repertoire and then lined a double off the left field fence. So Munson... Now with a single, a homer, and a double. And that's base hit number seven. For the Yankees, and it brings up Bluffrey, who is lined to center and popped to short. One out. Thurman Munson now has 63 base hits, three of them tonight. 
Pitch to Bluffery. Almost a wild pitch. Beautiful play by Etcheverin as he dove to his left and one-handed it. Fine play by Andy to save an advance in a wild pitch. One ball on Bluffery. Kekich gets up in the Yankee bullpen. Munson leads off second. McNally ready. His pitch right down the middle. Strike call. One and one. This is the third time this year Munson has had as many as three hits in a ball game. He had four hits once this year. All right, that young man never lost his confidence. He leads off second. The 1-1 delivery, ground ball in the hole, and Johnson has it, flips to McNally, covering in time. Nice play as Powell had gone after it. McNally had a cover, and Dave Johnson took a base hit away from McNally, turns it into an out. Munson is in third. Two men are out, and here is Gene Michael, who has been up twice and both times bounced to the shortstop. Six to four. Baltimore leads, top of the sixth. Gary Wazlewski on deck, but Mike Kekich is out there throwing. In the event that Michael gets on, we might see another pinch hitter. Munson leads off there. The pitch to Michael. A curve over the outside corner. Strike call. 13 hits for the Orioles. Six runs. Seven hits for the Yankees. Four runs. Big run out there now at third base with two outs. Alley checks Munson. His pitch sliced foul on the right field line and back into the seat. 0 and 2. Alley gets a new baseball. Looks it over. Checks Munson at third. His two-strike pitch is a curve. Popped up. And it might not... Yes, Powell's there. Makes the catch. It looked like it was not high enough for Powell to get under, but he did. For the Yankees, no runs. A hit, no errors, and a man left. And at the end of five and a half, it's Baltimore six, the Yankees four. And here's Bull Powell. Two singles and a home run. It was his two-run homer in the fourth inning. That put Baltimore ahead. Home run number 22 on the air. 67 runs batted in for Bo Powell. Time is called. Well, let's see. Uh, uh, signaling in, I believe, to walk Bo Powell and pitch to Frank Robinson. So, which is the lesser of two evils? Robinson has singled in all Yep, they're going to put Boog Powell on. Now, this is the second time this year we have seen them walk a man to get to Frank Robinson. Oh, and Robbie was so mad last time, all he did. Remember, we were watching the game on TV up in Boston. And uh, 
very first pitch, he ripped a double off that left field fence with the bases loaded to drive in two runs. It was the game of the week on a Monday night. Frank Robinson is mad to start with tonight uh, from that knockdown pitch back in the uh, second inning. And also being called out at the plate on that close play. Plus, he's had one home run. He's the one they say, never knock him down because he comes up, bears down even harder. All right, so he has single, bounce to short, and home it. One odd run is at first and second. Baltimore leading 6-4. A balloon has fallen in foul territory. And Emmett Ashford is going to go out, picks it up, and gets a hand, and breaks it with his bare hands. Raw power. Frank Robinson digging in. Stretched by Wazlowski. The pitch. Ground ball just foul. Oh, man. He just missed another double. That ball is still caroming off the walls down in left field. He hit one just missed going over the bag at third base. All the way down the left field line off the left field wall. But it was foul. One strike. One out. Runners at first and second. 6-4. Baltimore leads in the bottom of the sixth. Wozlewski sets. Wheels around and Buford jumps back. No throw. Leads off first. Gary checks Buford. Looks back again. Now the pitch. Inside. One on one. One ball. One strike. One out. came over that time. No play again on Buford. Orioles six, Yankees four here in the bottom of the sixth. Robbie holding that bat straight up and down. Wazlewski's pitch hit foul. Upstairs and out of play. And Gary got away with a pitch there. High inside curveball. One ball, two strikes. Ball and two strikes on Frank Robinson. Move foul at first has had a perfect night. Two singles, a home and a walk. Don Buford has had a homer, a single, and a walk. He's also flied to center. The stretch. And the pitch. Hit in a shallow left center. They're going to have to hurry. It might drop. It does drop. A looping Texas League single for Frank Robinson with the outfield playing so deep. Robbie hit one right off his hands, and that's the advantage when he got that power. A long run by uh, Bobby Mercer, Roy White, and Gene Michael going back. Nobody could get to it. 
But Buford could not score because he had a hold up. It looked like it might be caught. So Frank Robinson now with three base hits on the night. Base hit number 14 for the Birds. The bases are loaded. One out. And here's that man last night in a similar situation. Brooks Robinson hit a grand slammer. His first grand slam in eight years to win the ball game in the tenth inning. Tonight, Brooks he has hit a sacrifice fly to drive in a run, bounced to third, and popped to short. Six to four. The infield back in double play depth. All three runners leading away. Wazluski winds. His pitch inside, ball one. Frank Robinson right now is probably the leading hitter in the American League. Coming into tonight's game, Roy White was leading with 328 average. Frank Robinson was 327. Robbie now three for four. Well, it's going to be pretty close. There's a ground ball hit the short. Could be two. Michael to Clark for one. Back to first. Double play. And they get out of the jam. 6-4-3 double play. No runs to hit. No errors. Two men left. And now Frank Messer with the scores. And to carry you along right after we pause for station identification. Bobby Mercer, 0 for 2, has walked and scored in the ballgame. He swings away and misses strike one, and Brooks Robinson and Boog Powell were both coming in looking for a bunt. Brooks Robinson, well in on the grass. Even though there was the runner at second, Hanson. And the Orioles looked for the bunt from Mercer, but he took a full cut. Brooks Robinson in again. Charging. Here's the pitch. It is taken for a strike. And it's 0 and 2. Brooks Robinson, when that pitch crossed the plate, was standing right in front of the plate. I have never seen anybody in that close, Frank. I haven't either. He was standing actually in front of the plate. Now they go back with two strikes on Mercer. McNally comes set below the belt. Delivers. And Mercer, it's a ground ball slowly towards second. Johnson up with it, fires to Belanger. They get the force at second on Clark, and that's all. Hanson goes to third. Mercer reaches on the force play at second, which went Johnson to Belanger. So Clark is out, one down. Runners at the corners for Roy White. Roy is one for three. Eddie Watt is the right-hander in the Baltimore bullpen. Pete Rickert, the left-hander. Even though the Yankees uh, failed to sacrifice the tying run, over, you'd have to say they're in pretty good shape with first and third and White and Cater coming up. White, of course, with good speed down to first. Mercer, good speed, can get to second and break up any possible double play. The pitch is swung on and missed by Roy White. Strike one. Hanson, standing off third, stretches off a rather short lead. Brooks Robinson playing the line on White, and Hanson cannot take a long lead. The 0-1 pitch, lined out into a deep right field. Frank Robinson going back, going back, makes a one-hand catch. Here comes Hanson after the tag. He will score. The throw comes into second base, and the Yankees trail by one. It is now 6-5. to five. 
McNally delivers. Mercer goes. Pitches high and outside. Throw to second base. He's out at second. Belanger handled the throw on one hop and tags Mercer out at second. So the side is retired as the Yankees try to get the tying run to second. And Mercer is thrown out. Etchebarn to Belanger. The Yanks get one run on two hits. There were no Baltimore errors. Nobody left. And now at the end of the top of the seventh, the score is Baltimore six and New York five. Danny Cater will lead off the eighth inning for New York. Cater was at the plate when Mercer was thrown out trying to steal to end the seventh. He lets a fly ball out into right field. Routine play for Frank Robinson. He's under it. Glove up. Makes the catch. And Cater is out. And now John Ellis, who doubled off the center field wall in the second, popped up to the second baseman in the third and popped up to the first baseman in the sixth. Whether Ellis is superstitious or not, going up to the plate, he started to walk around behind Etchebarron and the plate umpire Ashford and then reversed his field and walked in front of him. He takes low, ball one. Now the pitch, swing and a miss on a fastball, one and one. Well, Bob, I'm afraid we're a little bit off on the fade attendance tonight. 34,916, I'm glad we were off. We had estimated a little less than that. One-one pitch now to Ellis. There it goes, deep to left field. It's going to be out of here. The ball game is tied up. He hit that one into Birdland. He has really come into his own down here, Frank. What a shot. You called it the minute it left the bat. Goodbye. Four home runs for John Ellis. He tied it up with two outs and two strikes in the ninth inning last night. And he ties it up now. And he also tightens the noose around Dave McNally's neck. It's a lot of work for McNally for no decision. And that's right. No decision it will be because Earl Weaver... The Oriole manager has gone to the mound, and on the way out, he waved to the bullpen. And with Thurman Munson coming up, Munson has gone three for three against McNally. I feel sure it will be Eddie Watt. John Ellis, Bill Kane informs us now, has seven hits in his last 14 at-bats, two home runs included, and five runs batted in. And McNally marches to the dugout with a rather disgusted look on his face. Bob Gamir, as you said, it's a long way to go and a lot of work and really nothing to show for it but a little increase in the earned run average. Right, you are, Frank. And now the Oriole bullpen, those of you who may not have been following the Orioles too closely, in the beginning of the year, their bullpen has been tremendous, but of late they have had nothing but problems in the bullpen. And we'll see who it's going to be this time. Mo Drabowski, whom they picked up, from the Kansas City Royals because of the trouble in their bullpen. But Mo has not had that much good fortune either since coming over here with the Orioles. He has won one and lost one. Overall, his record is two wins and three losses, but he has not had a save with the Orioles. Seems as if the Yankees have seen enough of Drabowski this year. <laughs> Against Kansas City, he was in every other day, and now the Yankees come to Baltimore, and here's Mo once again. Mo was out for a while. He came up with a he came up with a uh, slight case of the flu, and they tried to treat him for it. And apparently, he was uh, allergic to whatever he was treated with. And at least they suspect that was it. And he was out for a couple of weeks. He came back, and then he was traded to the Baltimore Orioles. 
And overall, his record is 2-3, and three, and his earned run average overall is 3.31. But with the Birds, it's 3.46. In 13 innings with Baltimore, he's given up 10 hits, 7 runs, and 5 earned runs. Now, this is the second time around in Baltimore. He was with them when they won the pennant a couple years ago and then knocked off the Dodgers four straight of the World Series. And then he stayed a few more years with them, went to Kansas City for the second time around. He broke in with the old Kansas City Athletics. Then the Baltimore, then to the Kansas City Royals, and now he's back with the Birds. It's his game to win or lose, and it's Mike Kekich's game to win or lose for the Yankees. And uh, if you wonder why the quick hook for Palmer there... Mr. Thurman Munson is the next batter, and against Palmer, he had a single, a double, and a three-run homer. Not in that order, the three-run homer came first. All right, Thurman Munson ready to take him on. McNally worked a seven and a third, gave up six runs, ten hits, walked one and struck out two. The wind-up by Drabowski in the pitch. Curveball is lined to right field, and Munson is four for four. Base hit from Munson into right, his fourth hit of the ball game. How about these two kids, Johnny Ellis and Thurman Munson? Ellis, 21 years old, Munson just 23, hitting back to back in this ball game, and uh, you may see that back to back hitting combination in a Yankee uniform for the next 10 or 12 years. And that time, Frank, you took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say they'll be around for the decade of the 70s. Leffrey in, 0 for 3, and he takes low, ball one. Powell holding on Munson at first base. That was the Yankees' 11th base hit. Drabowski's fastball is low, ball two. Kurt Leffrey hit his first home run this year off Mo Drabowski as... Uh, Bob Gamir jogs my memory a little bit there. Okay, let's see what he does now. He has a two-ball, no-strike count. The count is in uh, Leffrey's play, uh, favor. Munson leads it first. Here's the pitch. A curve is outside, ball three. Three balls and no strikes. Leffrey steps back and looks down to third-base coach Dick Hauser. Leffrey and Grabowski were teammates on the pennant-winning 66 Oriole Club. His pitch is taken for a strike. Leffrey was under wraps. Three and one. Grabowski in 66 won six and lost none. Working out of the Baltimore bullpen, big factor in the Orioles' pennant. The pitch... It's hit high and deep out into right field. Frank Robinson going back, 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 back. It's good. It's gone. Home run for Bluffery. Munson drops home in front of him. Bluffery now steps on third. Here he comes down the line. Steps on home plate. And the Yankees lead 8-6, to Bluffery's fourth home run of the year. And two off Mojrabowski. How about that, Kurt Bluffery? He really unloaded that one. Bluffery have a taxi cab waiting outside <laughs> stadium, take Drabowski home tonight, may drive him himself. Now Gene Michael takes down low ball one, and Pete Ward has come on deck. 
Dean Michael is 0 for 3. Grounded into a double play in the fourth. Grounded out and popped up. Two balls and no strikes now as Trubowski is low and outside. Lindy McDaniel now working in the Yankee bullpen. Fastball is lined to center, but Rettman should have it. He does. Two outs. And the batter will be Pete Ward. Ward will bat for Kekich. And we'll step out right now for station identification. WGY, Schenectady, New York. Will bat for Mike Kekich. The Yankees are batting a thousand with their pinch hitters tonight. Bobby Mitchell singled as a pinch hitter for Klinkowski. Ron Hansen singled as a pinch hitter for Gary Wazlewski. Ward left hand hitter, the wind up and the pitch to him. He fouls it to the upper deck on the third base side, strike one. Pete Ward overall is hitting 194 as a pinch hitter. Is that right? Two for 24. One of the two hits a home run. He hits this one back off the chest of the pitcher Drabowski. He retrieves and throws him out to retire the side. Drabowski so disgusted with himself for giving up the home run to Bluffer, he didn't even feel that one, hit his chest and bounced out to his feet. He made the play and the side is out. But the Yankees have taken the lead. With three runs on three hits, a home run by Ellis, a single by Munson, and a home run by Bluffery. And at the end of the top half of the eighth inning, the score is now New York eight and Baltimore six. No balls, two strikes. Powell has stepped away. Powell hit an 0-2 pitch for the home run in the fourth inning. He missed uh, two fastballs and hit the home run off the curve. He swings and he misses strike three. The side is retired. Don McDaniel gives up a walk but then pitches the double play ball to Rettman and strikes out foul. No runs, no hits. There were no errors and nobody left on base. At the end of eight, we're going to turn it over right now to Bob Gamir. The score is the New York Yankees eight and the Baltimore Orioles six. Eight runs, 12 hits, one error for the Yankees. Six runs, 14 hits, and one error for the Birds, but they haven't scored since the fourth inning. Wozlewski, Kekic, and McDaniel have held them. Here's the pitch. White takes high. Three and two. And remember, Steve Klein will be the starting pitcher Friday night in Washington. Full count to White with two outs in the top of the ninth. Here's the pitch. White swings, a bounding ball out to second. Johnson charges, belt high hop, throw, got him, and the side's retired. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left. We go to the bottom of the ninth. The Yankees, eight. The Orioles, six. Well, here we go to the bottom of the ninth. The Yankees trying to even up this series with the Orioles and even up the season series. And Lindy McDaniel will have to face Frank Robinson, Brooks Robinson, and Davey Johnson. Crowd of 34,000, the largest of the year. They've been treated to a home run circus. Buford, Powell, and Frank Robinson have had them for the Orioles. 
And for the Yankees, Munson, Ellis, and Bluffrey. Frank Robinson, the batter. Lyndall McDaniel delivers. Outside, ball one. One ball and no strikes. Yankees leading at eight to six in the bottom of the ninth. Nobody's left yet. McDaniel winds, kicks, delivers, swung on. Long drive to left center. This one is high. It is far. It is gone. Robinson has hit number 16 and it's not over yet. It's 8-7. Fifth home run off McDaniel this year in 63 plus innings. The batter Brooks Robinson outside for ball one. So Frank Robinson has hit two home runs in this ball game. Makes that 17 for the season. 1-0 the count on Robinson and the place is howling. Here's the pitch. Strike on the outside corner. It's 1-1. One the Yankees lead it eight to seven. What a ball game this has been. One and one to Brooks Robinson. Lindy McDaniel trying desperately to save it. Big right-hander kicks, delivers. Outside with the curve. It's two and one. Now Ashford went up with the hand a little bit late. Let's see if they change it. It's still two and one up on the board. Here's the pitch. Outside, and the board has three and one. We'll stick with that. Ashford moved that right hand after that third pitch. But whether or not he was calling it a strike, we'd have to say no because we'll go with the scoreboard that has three and one. Here's the windup by McDaniel and the pitch. Swing and a bounce to the third. It's ruled a foul ball and kicked by Kenny. But it's a foul ball. The fans are roaring. Foul ball. Three balls and two strikes. Jerry Kenny, the third baseman. Michael at short. Clark at second and Cater at first. Three balls and two strikes. The windup. And the pitch. Swing and a bounce. Back over the mound. Back over second in the center field for a base hit. Picked up by Bobby Mercer. He throws out in the second. And the Orioles with the tying run on first and nobody out. Thurman Munson calls time and he walks out to the mound. So Frank Robinson is homered here in the ninth inning. Brooks Robinson gets a single and we'll have a pinch runner for Brooks Robinson. The newest Oriole, Bobby Gritch, is going to run for Brooks Robinson. Bobby Gritch. G-R-I-C-H. Wow. Eight to seven, the Yankees lead it. Trying to get even with the Orioles. The Orioles have hit one out of the park and one up the middle. The tying run on first, the winning run at the plate. Davey Johnson is two for four, the batter. McDaniel goes to the belt, 34,000 fans roaring. The pitch is bunted foul, strike one. Terry Crowley is swinging about in the on-deck circle. No balls and one strike to Davey Johnson. We've been on the seesaw all night and we're still on it. It's eight to seven. 
The Yankees right now having the upper hand. Tying run on first, nobody out. Throw to first, no dice. Davey Johnson has hit six home runs. The stretch by McDaniel. The 0-1 pitch, Johnson squares, takes high, one and one. One ball and one strike. The Yankees battled from behind 3-0, from behind 6-4. But now the Orioles are trying to do it. They were down 8-6, but Frank Robinson Homer has made it 8-7. Rich off first with nobody out. The 1-1 pitch. Here's Bonadat foul through the legs of Thurman Munson and back to the screen. It's one and two. So Davey Johnson fails in two attempts to get that runner across. Rich is still on at first base. Rich does not have any steals. The one-two stretch. Here's the pitch. Swing and a foul ball. He just got a piece of that one. It was breaking outside. He swung and got the end of the bat on it. It went back foul. One and two. I'll tell you, between last night and tonight, it'll be amazing if Bill, Frank, or I get out of here with our nerves intact. The Yankees tied it with two outs of the ninth last night. In the bases loaded situation in the 10th, and tonight we're doing it again. It's one and two. Here's the pitch. A little line drive hit out over second pass, block at the base hit. He just stuck out the bat and got a hit, and runners are on first and second. Almost an unbelievable single by Davey Johnson. At the last minute, he just stuck the bat out. It hit the bat, looped out over second, and try as he might, Horace Clark just missed it, or it would have been a double play. And the Orioles have first and second, nobody out. And Crowley has gone back. Crowley was going to pinch hit, and now we'll see who comes out of the dugout. The situation now calls for a bunt. I want to tell you, Johnson just got his bat on that ball twice. And Etcherbaron will bat for himself. Andy Etchebaran, the catcher, will bat for himself. He's two for four. Rich is on second with the tying run. Johnson is on first with the winning run. And still nobody out in the ninth. The stretch by McDaniel. And the pitch. Take ball one outside. One ball and no strike. Started a bunt and he eased off. One ball and no strike. Yankees have activity in the bullpen, but I'll tell you, a home run was really hard hit, and that's been about it. The other two had eyes. First and second and nobody out. Yankees leading eight to seven in the ninth. One ball and no strikes to Etcherbaron. McDaniel goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. He lets it go, ball two. Etcherbaron, he steps out to get the sign. Let's see if the bunt is still on. Hater is playing at first as if it were. 
The stretch by McDaniel. Here's the pitch. He takes ball three. Three and zero on Echeban, and now time is called, and Billy Hunter comes down from third to talk to Echeban himself. The Orioles have the tying run on second, the winning run on first, and nobody out in the ninth inning. They've had a home run, two singles, and now the count is three and zero on Echeban. All right, McDaniel has the sign. He goes to the belt. Here's the pitch. Strike one called. It's three and one. Still any kind of a possibility here. Could be a bunt, could be swing away, could be take. The stretch. Here's the pitch. High ball four and they're loaded. The Orioles have the bases loaded and nobody out. The tying one on third and the winning one on second. And Cater, McDaniel, and Munson get together on the mound. The Langer was scheduled a bat. Now, Terry Crowley will pinch hit. Terry Crowley is a left-handed batter. He's hitting 241. He has four doubles and one home run. Seven RBIs. The Yankees lead at 8-7. to seven. But if you had your pick as to what situation you'd like to be in now, I think you'd have to say the Orioles have the upper hand. They're loaded with nobody out. The Yankees are playing in double play death. Kenny is playing short at third. McDaniel goes to the belt. He's going to stretch. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. The pitcher's spot is scheduled next. No balls in one strike. Yankees came into the bottom of the ninth, leading eight to six. Frank Robinson hit a huge home run. And singles by Brooks Robinson, Davey Johnson, and a walk to Andy Etcheverry. McDaniel goes to the bell. Here's the pitch. Outside and low, it's one and one. Yankee outfield is Jimmy Lytle in right, Bobby Mercer in center, Roy White in left. One ball and one strike. McDaniel stretches. The pitch. Crowley swings and misses. Strike two. It's one ball and two strikes. Last year, Crowley spent most of his time in Rochester, where he hit 282. Then with Baltimore, he came up late and was six for 18, 333. Bases loaded, and nobody out to stretch. And the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. McDaniel has struck out Crowley, and let's see who the pinch hitter will be for the pitcher. Time has been called, and Ellie Hendricks, the catcher, is coming up. So McDaniel, after loading him up with nobody out, gets Crowley. 
One out, and Ellie Hendricks will pinch hit. Hendricks will be coming up. Yankees have it on the conference at the mound. Hendricks got on on an arrow last night. He hit a hard wrap to first base. Ellis played at the second, and Michael dropped the wall. Hendricks batting 2-11. Six doubles and three homers. Rich on third, Johnson off second. Bases loaded, the pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. They haven't tied it yet. It's still 8-7, the Yankees. Bases loaded. For the Orioles, one out in the ninth, and it's 0-1 now to Hendricks after McDaniel struck out Crowley. Yankee infield looking for two. The stretch. Here's the pitch. He squares the bunt. It's inside and a great block by Munson. They were going to try and bunt. It was not the suicide, but Hendricks was going to bunt. The ball was in the dirt and inside, and it was a fine play by Munson that this game would have been tied up. One and one. Eight runs, 12 hits, and one error for the Yankees. Seven runs, 17 hits, and one error for Bolivar. It's one and one, and one out with Ellie Hendricks, the batter. The bases are loaded in the ninth. The stretch by McDaniel. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. One and two. Don Buford is on deck, and Lindy McDaniel. Throwing strikes in the clutch. Hendricks is one swing coming. There's the stretch. And the pitch. Strike three. He swung and missed. And there are two outs. Oh, baby, can you believe it? The Orioles had a home run, a single, a single, a walk. And now two strikeouts, and that tying run is still on third. And Don Buford, the batter. Buford is homered, single, slide out and walk twice. Two outs. What a spot, a base hit and the Orioles can win it. An out and the Yankees have it. The stretch, the pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. These fans on the edge of their seats, and if you're sitting down, you are too. No balls and one strike. And if you're standing, sit down. They're waving wide in now in left field. Munson told him he was playing a little too deep. No balls and one strike. Bases loaded for the Orioles. 8-7 Yankees. Two outs in the ninth. McDaniels struck out two in a row. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. And he needs one more. One more, and it will be one of the most unbelievable pitching comebacks in one inning that you could ever see. I've seen him come in from the bullpen in this situation and do it, but rarely will a man load the bases himself and do it. Here's the stretch. The pitch. A hard ground ball in the hole. Base at the right field. Here comes the tying run. Here comes Lytle's throw to the plate. He's safe, and the Orioles win.
with two strikes, Don Buford golfs a ground ball base hit between first and second. Jimmy Lytle in a desperation throw just missed at home plate. It was right on the money, but too late. And the Orioles have beaten Lindy McDaniel and the Yankees for the second night in a row. Nine runs, 18 hits, and one error for the Orioles. Eight runs, 12 hits, and one error for the Yankees. Grabowski, the winner, is 3-3, three and three, and McDaniel, the loser, is 7-4. and four. And nobody has left yet. They're just standing around in the aisles, as heartbreaking a game as you could ever lose. McDaniel, coming way back after he had given up one and loaded the bases, got two strikeouts, all of them on Swain. There wasn't one called strike in there. And got two strikes on Buford. He got eight strikes. He needed the ninth. And Buford got a base hit. And you got to hand it to Buford to hang in there with a count of no balls and two strikes. Right in the hole between first and second, a base hit. And the Orioles won it. Once again, the final score, Baltimore 9 and New York 8. And now this is Bob Gavir speaking for Phil Rizzuto and Frank Messer, thanking our statistician and broadcast coordinator Bill Kane, producer Bob Stenner, director and engineer Sandy Alperin, saying goodbye from Memorial Stadium in Baltimore.